Hi, welcome again to Play Hard and Love Big Radio. My name is Krista Gunn. I'm one of the teachers here at Spotted Dog Yoga. And this morning, I'm so excited to have Lena Morton, one of our awesome instructors here on the podcast and on Facebook Live. And if you've taken any one of Lena's classes, you know how much fun they are. But what you may not know about Lena is where she grew up, what she likes to do outside of the studio, what her favorite food is. So, yeah, she doesn't know what I'm going to ask her, so this should be lots of fun. So, Lena, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you grow up? How many siblings did you have? Did you have any pets? You know, anything you want to tell us about how you grew up and what makes you Lena? Oh goodness. Well, I actually, I'm the oldest of all of my siblings and I, um, come from two families that are combined. So my mom and dad, um, had me, they divorced when I was four and both remarried and my mom and stepdad had my little brother, Sean, and then my dad and stepmom had six more kids. So I'm the oldest of all of them. And, uh, let's see. I grew up, let's see, I was born in Sacramento and I, my parents moved up here to Cameron Park in 92 and um, I started going to school here. I went to private school um, and then I started at Blue Oak and that was third grade. And then I um, moved to the country of Lebanon in the Middle East uh, with my dad because I'm half Lebanese and he's full Lebanese and I went to a private school there and then I came back when I was 13 and continued education here and the rest is history pretty much stayed local the whole time since then how different were was it to go from like a U.S. school to a Lebanese school and then back to a U.S. school it was uh, as a child I think I probably took it on better than I would have as an adult yeah. um, because you're, kind of, you're resilient, mm -hmm. right? And so you just kind of, I adjusted to the culture. I had a new language to learn and become fluent in. But luckily the school system and the school I went to, um, mostly everybody is bilingual. So you right. either speak, yeah. So Arabic is um, the main language they speak there. And so they're either fluent in Arabic and English or Arabic and French. And so communication was a little easier for me, mm -hmm. and I picked up Arabic really, really fast because oh, wow. of it too. Um, the school system is uh, really, really hard. Um, your family is kind of known for how smart your kids are, and so um, I had to get straight A's or yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> and then so coming back here to the school system here, it was it was an adjustment initially, but then um, then it was fine. Yeah, I had great teachers, so. Yeah. That's, that's so, that you say Arabic and English, like that makes sense, but Arabic and French, where mm -hmm. does the French influence come from? Because a lot of, um, I don't know the history necessarily of mm -hmm. why there are a lot of um, people who speak French in Lebanon, mainly like Southern Lebanon. Um, I would say it was more like 85% spoke English. Okay and Arabic, mm -hmm. and then there was still some people that spoke French, French. there. Probably mm -hmm. has to do with some kind of history. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty, most everybody, if they can afford to go to school, mm -hmm. they could speak some English. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. And um, when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? What was oh your dream gosh. job? You know, I, I always wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. I remember playing, when we play house mm -hmm. in like preschool, I wanted I wanted to be a teacher. 
yeah and then as I my mom's an RN she's a nurse and my dad's an engineer so I I knew I had to do really good in school and math <laughs> that was for sure and then I think science like just growing up with the way my mom raised us um, the human body was like really interesting to mm -hmm. me so I knew at some point as I got a little older that science would be my major yeah that's awesome yeah and so um, did you play any sports growing up? I played a lot of sports <laughs> like <laughs> I've always just loved I'll try anything once mm -hmm. and um, Let's see, I did, oh my god, I did baton when I was younger. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did a little bit of gymnastics. I did dance and so forth. And then um, right around eighth grade, uh, I tried out basketball. Mm -hmm. And I liked basketball. I liked the game, but I don't know that it was really like my love mm -hmm. sport. And then I kind of fell into softball. And I... Um, I just totally fell in love with softball. I mean, it kind of, it came more natural to me mm -hmm. and I was really good at it. And I played all the way up until, um, I got pregnant with Austin, oh, my wow. youngest and he's eight. So yeah. Yeah. I played it a long, a long, long time. And now my daughter plays and oh my gosh, it's just yeah. softball life for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. It's gotta be really cool to like, you know, have those experiences growing up and then also get to see those experiences through your daughter's eyes as well. Oh yeah, totally. And she's same she plays the same position that I played. Oh my God. She's like, <laughs> I had this awesome coach and he's like, Hey, one year. And he, uh, he's like, Hey, I want to sponsor you to be a pitcher. I'm like, what? Someone's going to sponsor me. So I thought that was really cool. Mm -hmm. And then I would take pitching lessons and I really liked it. And like most things, once like I work well under pressure, mm -hmm. and then um, and then I like kind of got bored with it. It was weird, and then I ended up at third base, and that was kind of like my spot. And so like right now, my daughter, she's twelve, and she takes pitching lessons, and she's phenomenal at it. And so I wonder if she'll carry it through, mm -hmm. you know, or if she'll be like, meh, I'm gonna go pick another position. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So how did you find yoga? Oh my gosh, yoga. Hmm. Well, I can tell you that um, the first place, I did like a yoga class with my mom at like a gym like years ago. And I remember really liking how I felt mm -hmm. when I left. Um, and then I kind of just stick to the gym and all that other stuff and I still played softball. And then, um, then like I kind of, I heard about Spotted Dog. And I remember 5.30 a.m. was my first class because it was like the only time that I could um, get in here and I remember walking through the doors and thinking like oh man what am I in for plus it was heated and I didn't expect that and um, but it was the only place in my life where I've only thought about what I was doing like what's in front mm -hmm. of me um, because you don't have like music to kind of drown everything out you're just like listening to the breath and looking at the bodies right because I didn't know any poses or anything and just trying to figure the poses out and then I left and I felt so good that I just wanted to keep coming back. And then once you get the poses down, then there's so much more depth to it. And it's so much more than the poses. There's just always so much to learn. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I totally just like fell in love with it. And I can't get enough of it really. But yeah, really Spotted Dog is the first place that, that I've like done, really like committed and mm -hmm. done yoga. Yeah. 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 I had had a similar experience where like the gym my mom was a part of growing up, like had been to some yoga classes, but mm -hmm. then you step into a Baptiste studio and it's a totally different experience. Totally. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm hooked. 
I'm so hooked. And so I want everybody, everybody to experience it, you know, in their own time. Yeah, for sure. Do you remember what color your first yoga mat was? You know, I still have my first yoga mat. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's purple! <laughs> I love purple. I like purple and blue, so um, hides dirt kind of well, too. Yeah. yeah. It's dark, you know? Um, it actually has a little hole in it right where my left big toe goes, so I don't know. I might have to <laughs> invest in a new you yoga mat soon. Retire the, the OG mat. <laughs> I love it. How long after starting the take yoga classes did you get curious or decide that you wanted to become a teacher? Um, well, being that I wanted to be a teacher when I was younger, I guess it, maybe it just like was in the back of my head somehow that, um, actually no, I didn't even really think that I would teach yoga. I know I wanted to show people this option and, and like make them, help them discover it and mm -hmm. feel that way. And so, um, one of the teachers who I befriended right away here at Spotted Dog, she was saying, you know, I could tell you love it and so forth. You're really committed. Why don't you check out, um, I did a 40 day program. So mm -hmm. I did that, which totally at the time is something that I didn't even realize I really needed. And so that was really good. And that sort of like presenced me to the community mm -hmm. here more than just the bodies coming in at 5:30, right? Like I just felt more connected. And then um, she's she's like, you should totally do the assisting the assistant program because we used to have an assisting program. So I did that, and oh my god, I loved that. And then before I knew it, they're like, we started chatting, and she goes, look, check into the two hundred hour, and I'm like, whatever, I'm not gonna do that, like no way. And then I'm like, oh my god, I'm so gonna do that. Boom, I'm doing it. And um, you know, I actually I had my mind set, like I tend to do that. I set I like set my mind on something if I have a goal, and I'll like follow through um if it's up to me mm -hmm. and me only and um yeah there's like no looking back now like it just keeps rolling I feel like so when was yeah. your 200 hour how many years ago oh my gosh um 2017 2017 I started teaching February 2018 mm -hmm. so it must have been the fall before that yeah 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 that's so cool uh -huh. um what is your full-time job outside of teaching yoga? Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a mama, so I have my 12-year-old daughter, Isabella, and um, my 8-year-old son, his name is Austin. And, um, but my, what I went to college for is um, dental hygiene, and I love it. I love everything about it. Um, I love the patients. I love, I work in a community setting. Um, for a local clinic here and I just love the atmosphere and how we serve the people and um, in a sense it it kind of it will it make sense to me now how I have that career and how I have yoga and mm -hmm. both of them are like um, helping people mm -hmm. you know and so yeah. like I think that's kind of like a love that I have mm -hmm. yeah how did you take the dental hygienist path like what led you to that because you wanted to be a teacher and then you became yeah a yoga teacher but then also a dental hygienist yeah I was like totally I will because I had been like away from so my mom was here while I lived in Lebanon and so I was away from her for over four years um, I really didn't have any desire to go away to college necessarily mm -hmm. and I didn't really know what I wanted to be yet so I didn't want to like waste any money yeah you know and um, 
I started taking like general classes and um, I really fell in love with psychology. And so I started to pursue that hardcore. And then by like the end of my second semester, um, I started looking at a field where I can work, you know, start at a certain time, end at a certain time mm -hmm. and still go home because I really wanted to be a mom. Yeah. And um, I knew I wanted to have kids and I had to like, wanted to get married and mm -hmm. so forth. I've been um, with, I married my high school sweetheart. And so, uh, I pursued dental hygiene because nursing, I loved the idea of being a nurse, but I didn't, I didn't know that I would like the hours at yeah. the time mm -hmm. being that I was like, um, and so dental hygiene had similar prereqs. Oh, cool. And so I'm like, well, at least if I, like, I'll take these. And then like, I didn't realize how much I would love anatomy and physiology, head and neck anatomy, like all micro, all these things that I took. I'm like, oh my God, I love this. They each had a lab. Mm -hmm. So it was very hands-on. And again, working with people. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dental hygiene, I'm going to do that. Oh my God, that's how much they make in California. I'm going to do that. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I can work for two different offices if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and so that's kind of how dental hygiene happened. That's cool. Yeah, I did not know I would be a hygienist at all. And it turns out, like, I really love teeth. <laughs> and I remember people by their smiles. And so, yeah, it was cool. It was me meant to be, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's so awesome. And so, going back to the yoga piece, where is the coolest place you've ever taught a yoga class? The coolest place? Whatever cool means to you. <clears throat> Um, I would say that, well, recently I was able to bring yoga to the, um, the dental team where I work. Um, we were in our HR building and we had a ton of space. So that was really, really, really cool because um, some people had never done yoga at all. Mm -hmm. Some people didn't even have mats. Luckily it was carpet. And um, so that was really, really fun. But I think um, <clears throat> any time that I can bring yoga to like kids mm -hmm. or um, here at Spotted Dog, um, we would go down to the All-American Softball um, facility and um, I did that for one year. I went there every Wednesday and I taught 44, 45 minute classes, age groups 12 to 18. And that's where they were softball gals. Oh, that's and, so fun. Um, so, you know, athletes. Yeah. So that was really fun mm -hmm. because um, to be able to give kids the tools that yoga has to offer, mm -hmm. whether they realize it now or it's something that they can look back on when they're older is huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, my kids kind of get, they're so funny, they get kind of silly, mm -hmm. you know, when they have to sit and really, let's say like, okay, let's sit and meditate for like a minute. And you know, they kind of chuckle and they laugh and like, but really that's the point of it is mm -hmm. it's like, there's no right way. Yeah. And just for kids to know that like, um, that they have that option, mm -hmm. you know? And athletes, oh my gosh, like stretching, moving your body, like mm -hmm. what a great thing to add to your routine, you know, to help you become better at what you do. And so I would say that the youngsters, I mm -hmm. think, and athletes are my favorite, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I haven't had, I haven't been teaching that long to know like really like, you know, where my favorite spot so far has mm -hmm. been. I could think in my head where I would want to take yoga, yeah. like worldly, but yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of, my oh. next question. Planned <laughs> it, planned it. <laughs> if you could teach yoga anywhere in the world oh, for gosh. a month, mm. where would you go? For a month. 
you know, like I, I want to say like, um, I want to say places like Thailand and like, Bal you know, somewhere like mm -hmm. that, but really like they have that already there. There's like retreats there, right? Kind mm -hmm. of, um, not that I wouldn't want to do it there, but I, I would have to say I would probably want to take it to Lebanon. Yeah. I'd want to take it to, um, I have siblings that still like live in Lebanon. And so, and they tell me that they're like totally getting into yoga and so forth. And so I think I would want to bring it, um, to the Middle East. I think that would be really neat to bring it there. Yeah. Oh, and they would absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. They're really, uh, very, like the culture itself, well, in my experience where I was in, like I said, more of like the Southern part of Lebanon, um, they're very, very mindful. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, they pray like, I don't know, like probably 65% of the population is Muslim and then the other, you know, 40-ish mm -hmm. <clears throat> is Christian. Mm -hmm. And um, most of them believe in a higher power mm -hmm. and um, like they meditate in their own way. You know, it's just part of the routine anyway. So why not? teach meditation and movement, mm -hmm. you know? So. Yeah, and just build upon the foundation that they already have. Sure, sure. In their daily lives. Yeah, and there's a lot of stress there, you know, mm -hmm. with the country. It's like, there's, it's war-torn and um, very unpredictable. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think I would like to do that. Yeah. Someday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you're not teaching classes or leading programs, what are some of your favorite things to do? Um, whew. I really love being outside. Like if there's any kind of therapy for my soul, nature, like earth is kind of like my sign, like mm -hmm. depending on your birthday, you know, summer fire, water and all that. And so it makes sense that I would like to be outside, but I don't, I've never felt the way I feel when I'm outside hiking or like camping, mm -hmm. you know, just nothing to distract you other than like the earth itself and I, I actually have had dreams where I've been like barefoot <laughs> like hiking in areas that you shouldn't be barefoot in and I was like totally everyone's like anyone could do it Lena could do it I'm like I got this I'm hiking barefoot. like they're so weird but they're so like like they're happening you know mm -hmm. so maybe I'll take on hiking <laughs> I don't know but um I like, yeah, I like to do that. I like to do it with my family, too, of course. But my son, he's so funny. He, like, goes 100 miles an hour. And so we're, like, I don't know, a quarter mile into places. And he's like, my legs hurt. <laughs> you know, so I have to be selective with who I take with me, if they can handle it or not, you know. But um, what else? I love, so my favorite thing to do with my kids is to go watch their games and be a part of that. Mm -hmm. And like, we have our own like softball family and my son plays baseball. So we have our little baseball family and it's just a, a group of amazing parents and humans really. And we have a lot of fun doing that and just to watch them grow year mm -hmm. by year. And my husband coaches both the teams. And so really watching him grow with it too, because mm -hmm. like at some point, you know, at what point do you stop coaching your kid? That's mm -hmm. kind of where we're at, yeah. you know? And so just to observe that, I think, is pretty special. Yeah, so ultimately, yeah. everything outside, I guess, mm -hmm. really. Yeah. I do really love to clean. It's so gross and weird. I know. It's not weird. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, I get this, 
like I, I like to clean my house like I mm -hmm. feel like when my house is clean and and I like cooking and stuff too mm -hmm. but I took on baking for a while I really liked that and now Isabel my daughter likes to bake yeah and then uh, I don't know I enjoy everything that's like um, good for the body mm -hmm. I guess food outdoors people. yeah <laughs> what's your favorite thing to cook my favorite thing to cook I always like cooking something new that someone's never had mm -hmm. you know what I mean like um, or in the family that mm -hmm. they haven't had because I have my usuals that I make yep. and they like request them and they want them and I know how much we'll eat of it how mm -hmm. much we can eat after but I would have to say I love cooking Italian food I like cooking Italian food mm -hmm. yeah this is like you can <laughs> you can throw anything on yes Sinatra on and you have a glass of wine like you'll eat anything that yeah. I make then <laughs> yeah. trying to get creative though I will say actually when the kids were younger like to try and like shove things in brownies you know like zucchini and yep. carrots and now they're old enough they're like and they'll like pull out a carrot yeah. piece I'm like dang it they know now you have to do the avocado brownie so that they can't like pull any pieces out, but then they're still getting vegetables. I think it's an applesauce instead of oil. Oh, and yeah. Brownies, mm -hmm. It makes them fluffier, you know, but yeah, that's too funny. Yeah. That's awesome. What is your favorite thing to bake with your daughter? So she doesn't like help, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah she's at that age where she, um, Mom, don't come downstairs until I'm done. You know, <laughs> she, she loves surprising people mm -hmm. and like, her love language is gift giving. Mm -hmm. Like she will like leave me notes. And so her thing would be to like make a piece of brownie, wrap it with mm -hmm. a cute little note and me to find it where she's Aww. like in the background. Like, yeah, she's very thoughtful. But, but um, we have a lot of fun when it's something we can decorate. Like we made, um, we had Halloween sugar cookies mm -hmm. and they had like sprinkles and Isabel is like super creative, right? Like Austin's creative too, but he's yeah. younger, right? So he's she makes like two cookies and he's over there like eating all <laughs> like the sprinkles. I'm like, dude, you gotta put it on the cookie, you know? Like your stomach's gonna hurt, you know? I have a really funny video um, of him when, when he was younger and <laughs> he got into chocolate. He wasn't supposed to get into uh -huh. it. And I filmed it actually because it was so funny because he's in the kitchen. I come downstairs and he looks at me like this. And like, hey, and mind you, there's yeah. chocolate everywhere, all over his face. I'm like, have you been eating chocolate? Mm -mm. Nope. <laughs> that guy's just so little. Like, he did this one of my favorite videos. So he he's like the eater. He'll be the first one to try it. Yeah, yeah, pretty funny. That's so funny. <laughs> I love your stories about your kids. <laughs> they're, they're freaking hands. I swear to God. God bless the soul of whoever marries them. <laughs> like, Oh, that's so awesome. Well, to wrap up, I've got a few rapid fire questions. Ooh, it's going to be okay. two options, and you just pick the first thing that comes to mind. Don't overthink it. Mm, okay? That's Don't hard. think, just do. Oh, okay. <laughs> Morning or night? Morning. Hot or cold? Hot. Gum or mints? Gum. Plain water or flavored water? Plain. Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Red vines or Twizzlers? Ooh, red vines. <laughs> Mountains or ocean? Mountains. Fly or drive? Drive. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Lena. Oh my gosh, this thank so you. Much this fun. is so much fun. You're so good at this. <laughs> oh my God, it's like felt so natural. I was all nervous, you know. I'm like, oh, I don't know what my favorite color is, or you know, like, and all that. But yeah, just 
small. Thank you. It's been so awesome to talk to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And thank you all so much for tuning in. Like Lena mentioned, we have our Awaken yoga training coming up this January. So if you're interested in a yoga training and getting some of the experiences that Lena shared here today, we have a spot for you to get those same experiences here at Spotted Dog. So be sure to send us a message, ask us any questions, and check it out. We'll talk to you again soon. Awesome. Namaste.